Dream Lab series podcast where we take you behind the mindset of high achievers. I'm confidence coach Audrey Diaz Robles. And I'm your life and leadership coach, Sabrina Castillo. And I am so excited because, you know, a lot of people usually inbox me and tell me that I motivate them so much when it comes to my fitness journey and they're so inspired by me. And how do I stay so motivated? Well, today on the show, we have someone who leaves me eating her dust every single time that we compete on our Apple Watches. We have the one and only unicorn, Jessica Minardi, on the show. Jessica is a tax accountant by day mm-hmm. and fitness expert every other hour of the day and by heart. And she is here to talk to us today about what happens when motivation is not enough. And this is a really big Thing, guys, because if you know her from her stories, you follow her, you watch her, you wouldn't believe that her story is as deep as it is. And we can't wait to hear all about it. Oh, thank you guys so much. What an introduction. I am truly honored to be a part of the show. And I can't say thank you enough for having me on. I can't wait to use my voice and share my story. Um, this is exciting. So let's get to it. <laughs> So I get to watch you and Audrey compete on Instagram. And I think I I love it. Watching from the sidelines, it looks like a lot of fun. Joining you guys, I think I tried it once, never again. (laughs) That said, um, your energy, your tenacity, and the motivation that you have, not only for the what you do, but how you really empower like a community that is following you just to be better. But it wasn't always like that. And where does it stem from? Where does that competitiveness, where does that energy stem from? And where did, where does your story start? Well, coming from, I'm Haitian, both my parents um, born in Haiti, first generation American uh, for me. So we always had kind of a background of discipline. You know, discipline runs deep in my veins where my mom is not about oh, you're the most talented, you're the most gifted, you know, you can play a sport. She doesn't really care about that. It's about education and it's about discipline, having a schedule, you know, that's that's what she taught us. And as long as you had heart and hustle and you were showing up, that's kind of been ingrained in me. So I wasn't always the smartest in the class, but I worked hard. I wasn't always the fastest at whatever I did, but I did it with all my heart and, and tried my best. Um, and, you know, the expectation was for me to be great and great for whatever I defined it as. So it, it stemmed from a long time of just being in a really strict household, honestly. And when it came to my health and wellness, it didn't start until I was about 20. Um, And I grew up my whole life where my family was really, Haitians are kind of raw (laughs) in their feedback. And they were just really like, you're fat <laughs> and like you need to lose weight. And I was always on the, the plus side my whole life. Um, I've never been able to play sports or anything because I was just always the big girl. And I think I was in cheerleading for like 2.5 seconds and that was to be at the bottom of the pyramid. You know, it wasn't something, fitness just wasn't my thing. Um, I hated going to gym class and all of that jazz. That just wasn't my job to like play sports or anything. Um, so when it came to health and wellness, I always used to get a lot of criticism from my family and 
I honestly just took it to heart until one day I looked in the mirror and, and actually I went to my brother's funeral in Haiti in 2009. That's what really drove it. And when I went to his funeral, um, oh, all right, so I'm going to try to go through this uh, without crying. But when I went to his funeral, I remember I went with my sister and I remember being asked like, who was the eldest sister? Because I was so big and so fat, um, I looked older. And everyone was really like surprised that I was only 20. And it was, it was a really tough, it was a tough thing to deal with because I was trying to mourn my brother and like, here I am in this other country and I'm being teased for my weight, you know what I mean? Um, I remember spending like two days locked up <laughs> in the house. I just didn't, I don't wanna see anyone. I go, and I'm in this beautiful country. I don't wanna do anything. Um, I mean, of course the circumstances were different, but I especially didn't want to do anything um, because it just, every time somebody saw me, they told me how fat I was. Um, and that was my family that's meeting me for the first time. So it was just a lot. Um, so I came back to the States and I looked in the mirror and I was so unhappy and I was just like, I need to do something. So I saw this girl that I knew from high school. We met at like prom um, and kept in touch via Facebook. And then I saw her like jumping around her living room and I was like, and then she like posted. I st so I started like trolling, you know, like, mm, what you doing? <laughs> and she looked amazing. She looked smaller from high school. So I wanted to know like what she was doing. And lo and behold, she was telling me, oh yeah, I do. She, I think she had just finished Insanity. And I was like, Insanity? And, and she was like, I'm gonna do T25. I was like, oh wait, I have those DVDs. I bought them like one late night. I've never used them. They've been collecting dust. And I was like, mm, I don't. She was telling me about these expensive shakes. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I don't, why can't I just work out and it fall off? Or is there a tea? Like I, and between that, before finding her, I have done everything because I, I had reached such an ultimate low in my life in terms of how I looked in my happiness and looking in the mirror. Um, I did diet pills. I did, which brought me to the hospital a couple of times. Um, I did the jelly wraps. I did no shade, but herbal life. That made me really sick. Um, I did pills that weren't in English. I did so many things. I was bulimic for a little bit. Um, and I managed to lose 50 pounds, but it, it wasn't healthy. And it wasn't because I was in love with the process. I was in love with health. It was because I truly hated looking at myself. Um, and then I, you know, losing the 50 pounds, but I didn't feel good. You know how you lose the weight and you just like, oh my God, I look bomb. But I, did, I wasn't proud. I wasn't looking in the mirror like, oh my God, this is awesome. It was just like, you still are disgusting. That's how I was speaking to myself at the time. Um, and then I saw her and I was like, I need to do something. And I saw her jumping around. I was like, maybe if I start getting into like this exercise thing, maybe I'll do this. She was saying she was doing it at home. I was like, oh, I can't do this at home. I can't, no, the shakes are too much. The, all the excuses in the world. And I kept watching her and I was like, you know what? Let me just sign up. Like, let me invest in this and I'll drink a people shake. Um, I'm sorry. So you, you just said so much there that I'm like, one, I'm, I'm so blown away by your story because I think yeah. that there's so much there, right? Like you said, I wasn't that person. And now like, as soon as you guys finish listening to this, you have to go follow her. And you'd be like, no way. She's like an athlete when she's working out. 
I was not, I didn't want to work out. And I, and I had my, my endearing, my middle sister, she was amazing because she really tried. She, she, after Haiti happened, like after my brother's funeral, when I tell you I cried, you like, I didn't think I had any more tears left in me. That's how much I cried and how ashamed I was. So she wanted to help me and she started running and she was a lot smaller than me. And she was like, just come with me to the track. I hated running. Guys, you should see me now. I just ran my first half marathon on New Year's Eve. Like, right. like that's, and running to me, before, I, let alone walk somewhere, <laughs> run. Like I look at you like you're crazy. I'd go to the track and literally would cry on the track. Like as I'm going through, like, I don't want to do this. I'm so over it. Can I just do surgery? And I was going to go do surgery. And my um, godfather was like, absolutely not. That's not even an option. Um, so I, you know, did the hard work. And with T25 is what I did. I lost 20 pounds. And I was like, oh my God, that's when I started. Like after I finished G25, there was this sense of accomplishment and it was only half of the weight that I lost the first time around. Cause I started my journey at 250. And by the time I started Beachbody, I was 200 pounds, but I had only, not only, but I got to 175 and I was so proud of those 25 pounds and what I did at home in my living room for 25 minutes a day. You couldn't tell me. <laughs> like, I was so and I wanted to share it with the world. And then I started getting um, some criticism. It's like, oh, you know, I wish you, people, I think people are always gonna talk, you know? And it's like, I wish you would talk about church as much as you talk about your workout or you're always posting your workouts and nobody wants to hear that. And so I got those negative naysayers or since you lost weight, you know, you changed. And I'm like, what? I Really? <laughs> like I'm I'm trying to motivate you. So throughout your journey, you're always gonna hear people just say things. You gotta you gotta hush out the noise. Even when you want to give up, when you wanna and the noise just starts coming louder and louder, you gotta hush it out and, and keep grinding. And that's when I say like motivation is not always enough because there are always going to be things coming in your way aside from yourself because you're going to tell yourself you can't do this. You're going to speak negatively to yourself. You're going to look in the mirror and be like, you know what, forget it. I've reached a goal. I could have stopped at 175. I didn't. Um, I had the opportunity to be a part of an infomercial and I lost another 46 pounds and 51 inches. Very proud. Um, and I kept the weight off for a long time. And and I, I then started kind of an Instagram just for fitness is what you guys see now. And I had two separate pages at the time. Um, but wasn't really showing love to my personal page because that's not who I was anymore to the point until I deactivated that page because I was just like, she's gone. This person, this fitness person, I am proud of who I am here. And it was it was like an evolution after being a part of the infomercial and not just hitting goal weight, but just like finding me, you know, and finding my voice and being so proud of fitness and so proud of what my body could do. I started teaching group fitness classes. I started running, I like doing crazy things that I never thought that I would do at 250 pounds, you know, and, and hitting that hundred pound loss. It was just insane to me. I felt incredible and I kept the weight off for a long time. And then I got into a car accident um, where I lost my mobility for a little bit. And I was with a cane for about three months. Um, and that was, that was scary. Honestly, um, I didn't think that I had fallen in love with such a process with 
moving my body, eating right. And I was so worried that I had lost that, you know, and I thought that I would never be able to move again. And every time I think about this moment, God, there's so many like peaks and valleys. Um, but I remember distinctly one night praying aloud to God and saying, if you allow me the capability to move my legs, I will never take it for granted. And I can't. Sorry. And like, people just don't understand, you know, why you get up and grind. And I had a true heart to heart with God. And I was just like, please just let me do what I love again. And he did. Um, I was able to, I had surgery. Um, and I've repaired myself, you know, through health and um, fitness. And I've just been, I move. I move as much as I can, as often as I can, as hard as I can. I listen to my body, of course, when I'm tired, I stop. But I've ingrained in myself that I am an athlete. I am, even though I never played a sport in my life, I am an athlete. Um, and God gave me this opportunity. I gained weight back from my pregnancy. I gained 65 pounds because pancakes are life. And... Um, it was, which was a humbling process in and of itself. And then just going through my postpartum journey, I just didn't stop going. Like I wake up every day at 4 a.m. Um, and at the time, the first 10 months of my journey, I was breastfeeding. I would um, pump or latch her on, whatever I did. And then I worked out for as much as possible, take my two, three hour commute. Because I end up after the accident moving from New York to California um, and you know, my commute now from work, well, it used to be pre-COVID, was like two hours sometimes, sometimes three. Um, so I had, I was a very tight schedule. So I, I followed, you know, I didn't have to do a lot in order to get things done. Maybe on the weekend, I'd do something extra. Um, but I just, I, I stood true to getting up every day at 4 a.m. and doing what I had to do. And she's about to be two next month, and I still get up at 4 a.m. every day. I'm not pumping. So I'm like, I got more time. I'm not driving to work. I got more time to give to me. And that's what I do. So now my workouts have gone from like 30 minutes to two, three hours. I got it. So um, that's yeah. pretty much my background, <laughs> I guess you would say. I feel like I have to go work out after this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, for a year during my journey, I worked out every single day for a year. And I had active recovery days and a lot of people would be like, you need your body to rest and whatnot, which is true. But for me, the mindset that I was, it was past motivation. It was past all of that. I had a goal. I had discipline. And when I get very strict and in a zone, I'm in the zone, you know, and I don't allow anything to deter me. I don't allow outside noise. So I wasn't, um, I didn't do hard workouts every single day, but I was definitely, um, an active recovery. So I would do yoga if I felt like there was something. I'd just go for a power walk, something to move my body. And I did that for a year. And now I'm allowing myself to rest. But I say all that to say when I am in the zone and when I really want something, I go for it. And motivation was definitely not the reason why I got to where I got. Like I lost 80 pounds postpartum. That was not motivation. That was discipline. That was me starting that habit that schedule every day, 4 a.m., wake up and not breaking it. Even when I was tired, even on Sundays, even on holidays, whatever it is, nope, get up and do it. And now I wake up before my alarms, 
You know, the second alarm doesn't need to come. It's just, it's ingrained in you. And a lot of people always are just like, I really need the motivation that you have. You don't need anything. You have everything inside of you. Right. There's everything in you. There's no reason why you should look for an outside factor. Don't let me be your motivation. Who am I? You know, like, no, look in yourself. You know, let's, let's take a step back because I think what you just said is super important that this isn't motivation. This was discipline, but what would you tell yourself or someone who was in your shoes when you first started this journey? Um, because at first it started with losing pounds, right? And mm-hmm. that's kind of how you start to gauge things. But given the journey that you've gone through and the fact that this last, when you started the journey, um, differently than before, which was like all these quick fixes. Mm-hmm. How, what would you tell a person who is just starting out and that mountain looks so steep to climb, right? And what, you know, what, what does it look like to become the person that you are when it comes to like mindset and discipline and um, just like, what would you tell that person? One start. I don't care where you start. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, start. Get moving. Next day, start again. Next day, show up again. It it takes that little piece of discipline, even if it's literally 10, 15 minutes to where you're just, I'm going to do a crunch challenge. Do it. Accomplish it. Feel like you can accomplish it. Or if it's a one-week challenge. You know, sometimes big 30-day challenges can be overwhelming. Start with just the day in front of you, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to go to for a week. Let's see how I do on this one-week challenge, you know, whatever it may be. And also water. Drink a lot of water. You would be surprised. All of the sugar content in the Starbucks is in the – Lord knows I love me some Starbucks and whatnot, and I have it on occasion. And no shade to Starbucks. I mean, if y'all want to sponsor me, y'all can. But (laughs) but just – be conscious of what you're putting in your body. You know, I have this thing now recently that I really um, embodied, which is move your body, eat the grass um, and be kind to others and support a small business. And these are things that I, I truly live by because moving your body is so important. It's so vital. It's, it's important for your heart. It's important for your mind, body, and soul. A lot of times we have a lot of anxiety, a lot of anger, a lot of things that we hold on to and just getting the body moving and, you know, just let releasing that on the mat is so empowering. So you may not think that you don't know what to do. There are so many resources out there. There's YouTube. There's, I have plenty of shameless plugs that I could do, but there's other resources. If you follow me, you'll trust me, you know what I'm talking about, but (laughs) there's so many things out there that you can do to get you started. So just stop second guessing yourself. Just start. And also eat the grass. Vegetables are great for you, dude. Vegetables are great. Water's great. Stop being afraid of it. You want a little bit of crystal light? Sure. Put a little bit of thing, but have pure water. Pure, amazing water that God has brought into this earth. That's all. Um, So I think those are the two things that, or three things um, that I really, I, I can't say it enough because people just are just so scared to, or intimidated to start when you just put one foot in front of the other and just move. Now that you say that, Jess, John C. Maxwell says that you have to see value in yourself in order to add value to yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you grew up 
in Haitian culture, we're Latinas and it's like the same. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know, you have your mom and your tias who tell you like, oh, you're too fat and then you're too skinny. How oh God, you, yeah. How did you deal with the criticism from your family when you were at your largest, when you were, even after the car accident that you couldn't move, you didn't know if you're gonna be able to move and just being your friend, all like you said, peaks and valleys, all the mm -hmm. valleys that you've gone through in your life, what is it that picks you up? Because there's women listening here today that are go going through really tough times. And they probably hear you are like, oh, that's probably easy for you to do. You know, <laughs> a lot of people love to say something like that, but you've gone through it. Yeah. What made you get up when you didn't have a reason to? Um, one, it's gonna sound cheesy, but honestly, my faith. I think I'm, I'm we, I grew up in a very Catholic household and while I am, I'm not, not to say I'm not Catholic, but I'm more deeper in like just broader Christianity and like, I know God. I have a very deep relationship with God. I have a very spiritual relationship with him. So leaning on him and when I couldn't even lean on my own thoughts, my own self, I think that's what brought me through, well, I know that's what brought me through a lot of peaks and valleys. And also affirmations, just real, literally saying aloud, I am enough. I can do this. And it sounds crazy, but it is mind blowing. What you feed yourself is so important. And I'm talking about feed in, within words, within what you say to yourself is so important. What you put out in this universe. And I learned that through becoming a health and wellness coach and doing a lot of personal work. Cause I've, I've gone through a lot of personal trauma. Um, you know, unfortunately a part of the Me Too movement been assaulted, molested. I've, I've gone through so many things. So I had, there was a lot of inner work that I had to do within my lifetime. And I think deep rooting, finding myself and getting deeper in faith, that definitely carried me on the days that I didn't want to, carried me on those peaks and valleys that I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. And God is like, yeah, you can. Get up. And I'm like, all right. You don't care me, but okay. <laughs> and I just showed up. I showed up even when I didn't trust myself. I just trusted him. Um, so to those women that are, are going through things, I hear you. I see you. I understand. Keep going. Oh, that's my baby. Keep going. <laughs> um, it, it. I can't say that it gets easier. I, I can't tell you that there are 4 a.m. now that I'm like, yes. No, I just recently um, had a chapter close in my life, and it was a, a it was another chapter um, that I just wasn't expecting, and it was it was it hurt my heart. You know, when you you close chapters with people, it's it's devastating. I did not want to wake up that day, not not in that sense, but I didn't want to wake up and be on the camera and grind, and because I show up every people tell you I show up every day Monday now Monday through Saturday four a.m like clockwork, well, within the four o'clock hour. I don't want to do that. I did it anyway. Sometimes you got to do things that you don't want to do. And I'm not saying be fake about it, but just show up anyway. And I, I was very real. I was like, listen, I'm going to grind off camera, but know that I'm hustling. Know that I'm, I'm with y'all. You know, and I, I couldn't physically show my face on camera because I was I looked like a... Um, a blowfish or so <laughs> like my face was just so bloated from crying but i still showed up even on i i still worked out even on the day where i felt so low you know and i think that's what's important showing up 
even when you don't want to. I think, you know, it, we hear that a lot and it always comes down to the basics. Like you said, it's simple. Just tackle the day ahead. Mm -hmm. You can't worry about everything that's coming at you. And then last, you know, what you just said, which is just show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, in that process, you've gone through a physical transformation, an emotional transformation. But, you know, when, when you're when you're talking about all the awareness that you have going on in some of the inner deeper wounds, um, how would you, what, what would you say in that process, right? Like you're going through that. I'm sure there was a moment where you're like, this is worse than waking up at four and I don't wanna deal with this, hmm. right? Um, did you ever encounter a moment like that? Did I? <laughs> you should have called me yesterday. <laughs> you know, like all the time. And that's how you know that I think, at least for me in my life, and, and every time I'm about to have an, an abundance, like a blessing that's out of this world that I can't think of, there's a dip. And I literally had the dip yesterday and I was just like, Immediately, I identified it. I was like, this is a dip. Let me give gratitude for whatever is to come. And I'm, I'm, I'm such a sap. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. But I immediately started to give gratitude because I knew that something bigger was coming. And because I've been through enough of them, you know? And when you start diving more into yourself, more into whatever it is that you believe in. I'm not saying you have to believe in God, but it's the universe. And you just started, you start realizing things. And when your shifts start to happen, they, everything happens for you, not to you. Once you make that mind shift and you realize that, I can't even tell you, you deal with things. I'm not saying they're not going to hurt, but they hurt a little bit less. You, you get a little bit more clarity. You have a little bit more understanding. And you go through the motions a little bit easier. If this happened to me while I was 200 something pounds, I don't know if I could have recovered as fast. You know what I mean? And not to say I'm like totally over it, but it's I'm just in a different mind space because I just understand. I'm like, all right, you've been through this, boom. How, how are we going to recover? You, you've given it to God. Well, one thing I always say, you cannot worry and pray. You just, you can't, how? you If you are worrying and you're praying, you're sending mixed messages. You're saying, oh God, I'm giving it to you. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm so worried. What you, what you gonna do, shorty? Like, tell me. <laughs> you gonna give it to me and let me handle it? Or are you gonna worry about it? I had to stop worrying, I had to let it go. And that's what I do now with everything. I mean, I, I take a second, I allow myself to feel the feelings, that's not what I'm saying. I feel, I go through, you know, the little dips, but I don't allow myself to stay there. I can't, you can't, you, you and I, I just think that's with time, often enough, you learn and the more inner work you do, again, it's not always pleasant, but anything that's meant to evolve you, anything that's meant to make you better is not gonna be pleasant, I'm sorry. Any Anybody that says, oh, the health and wellness journey is, is so amazing, it's great, all peace, no. There are plenty of times where it's like, this is awful. <laughs> like, this is just hard. I mean, that's because you're really evolving. That's where change is coming. When it gets really hard, blessings on the other side. I have to say one of the things that I do love about you and I'm thinking about it right now as we're having this conversation is that, yeah, you've gone through some stuff in your life, but you've never let it change your heart. 
Like you are just, I tell you this all the time. You're like this ray of light. You are the unicorn. And it's like this sense of humor then remains untouched. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm just grateful for your friendship. Um, Thank you. And grateful for even watching you on my fitness journey because there are times <laughs> that I don't want to get up and I watch you. So who do you lean on when it's good for you? You know, funny enough, you, Gabby, there's times where I'm like, I really don't feel like getting up right now. <laughs> and then here goes my group chat going, and Gabby's, I'm like, oh, I'm already up. You know, I'm on the West Coast, so it's a little bit earlier for me, and they've up, they've gotten their grind. I'm like, oh, I gotta get up, huh? And then another person that I really like, I've fallen so in love with because she's helped me so much during my postpartum is an instructor named Jess Sims. Um, because of just the, the things that she says, and she's very much about mantras and affirmations, and I'm very big on that. Um, sometimes I just, I'll rewrite the same affirmation, I am enough, in a book. I am enough, I am enough. Um, and she's very big on that, and just the things that she says in class, like how you do anything is how you do everything. It's so true, you know? And movement is medicine. Just little things like that, little gems where you hear them the first time. Sometimes you hear something and you're just like, oh, that's cheesy. And then you hear it again, you're like, eh. And you hear it again, you're like, yo, how you do anything? How you know, you start repeating like, yo, that's legit. <laughs> so she, her, um, I think that's like my celebrity, far away friend in my heart, best friend in my head. Um, and then closer mentors are you and Gabby. Like you guys for years have been motivating me always. Um, and that just, cause you're, you're here, but you're farther away. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, you're where I want to be within my health and wellness plan business, but you're still close enough to where I'm like attainable goal. You know how you have like those, I don't know how to really describe it, but just know that you're my mentors. Um, and it just means a lot to ground with you. And I remember when I first saw the both of you guys kind of fangirling and I'm like, you know what, one day we're going to sit at the same table. Well, you've moved right up on that. <laughs> like I said, you're someone that I look up to incredibly. Um, and, you know, you just touch upon something that we at the Dream Lab love to talk about, which is you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time yep. with. And that's not necessarily like the actual friends that you can pick up your phone and text or Zoom with during the pandemic, but it's what you feed your mind with. Mm hmm so you just mentioned an, a Peloton instructor that you love and you connect with and she feeds your soul. What else do you do for personal development? I am very big on uh, personal development books, self-help books. Um, I like to do hard things because I can. Um, and working on yourself is hard. People don't like to work on themselves. It's, you have to face a lot of demons. And going through all the things that I have gone through in life, um, it's it's very hard to face them and, and the emotional ripple effects that, that can happen. Um, and I'm thankful that my husband has seen me transform because we've been together for 12 years. He's seen me transform um, through my personal development stages because I've gone through like seminars um, to help me like Tony Robbins. Oh my God, I love that man so much. And he's so intense, you know, and I clearly I'm a little rough. So I love that. <laughs> um, so just, going to personal development seminars, reading books, filling myself, affirmations, journaling, pouring into myself, having that time with God, um, 
weekly, at least listening to some type of sermon or some type of his word, um, if I can't do it daily, something to move me every day to let me know that I am enough. Um, and, or if, if it's just writing in my notebook, I am enough. And I also have a, on my phone, um, you can't see it, but I, after going to a Tony Robbins event, um, he was saying, we're talking about like affirmations and like writing your own destiny. And he said, I, you are the creator of your own destiny. So I then, you know, you, you make a, um, uh, wow. I love how she just dropped some Spanish. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you, it, this is the problem when you speak languages, you're just like, what's happening? Um, memes, thank you. <laughs> and you create them or whatever. So I, I went to over and I put in big bold letters, you are the creator of your own destiny. And I put in all the things in which I want to happen in my life. Kind of, it's kind of like a vision board, but electronically on the background of my phone. I've had it there since 2017. And when I look at it and all of the things that have come to life that I've spoken over my life, just with this is amazing. So I don't always get to an hour of personal development. I always get to, you know, cause I'm busy, whatever, um, especially with a toddler, at least I have that. And I at least read that. And that's kind of like my personal development. So I think what, you know, I'm curious to see, cause I'm sure this has affected everything, but so you've gone through like the fitness and you're talking about personal development. How has that spilled over into your life? Cause you, you're a CPA, right? You do tax. I am so, not a CPA yet. Oh, sorry. But... <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, but you're, you know, you work in, you have a career in, in the work that you do around taxes. And then, you know, you're a mother and your wife and all the, the titles that we hold, right? This has, I'm sure have had a significant impact or positive way in the way that you approach things. How does all the ways and how you, the discipline that you've learned through um, fitness and the personal growth journey that is ongoing, right? How does that spill over into your daily life outside of your morning routine, right? Um, I've learned to be a more patient person, a more patient um, wife, mother and friend. Um, and it's funny because I was just talking to my cousins and they were like, you used to be so short tempered and just like, get off it. Like, I, I'm still very sensitive. You know, I cry at the drop of a dime. Clearly, I almost cried three times on this call. But um, I think I am a little bit more, I receive information and I'm less reactive, but I, I, I want to make sure that I'm empathetic and I understand. And it's like, okay, I can't, I attack things now true of how can I help or how can I understand you? How can, you know what I mean? Like, instead of being so, defensive at least I try not to be sometimes it's, it's deep-rooted I'm a Scorpio hey, listen, you just get defensive so a lot of instant reactions you can't help right but then that second thought you can control so it's really sitting with things and it's like okay is how am I going to respond really going how is it going to serve this person or myself and if it's not it doesn't need to be said because there's enough people in the world that's tearing each other down. You don't need to add to it. So I try to stay within that positivity. It's it's not always easy. Um, and that's helped me through my marriage in terms of communication. And we're able to just be on better terms. And he has he has done a lot of inner work as well. Because um, he's seen me 
grow and he's like, well, you're a little bit different. Um, so he had to do some personal work and he's always been down for personal development, but my family has seen the change in me, just how I, I deal with things and conflict. Now I'm known as like, Jessica's always so nice. And I'm like, mm, I wouldn't always this way. <laughs> but that's because I did the work. So it's, and at work, it's so funny because I remember oftentimes being labeled as like the angry black girl, right? Because I was so assertive and so upfront. And so, and now everyone's like, oh my God, Jessica's so sweet, even keeled and nice. And I'm like, I am, aren't I? <laughs> if you only do. <laughs> like, when I get there, I get there. But I, I really try to have it show in my whole life and try to stay in here because when i when i go with the other side i don't like who i am and it's like for what what do you really nasty i'm like that why it's not doing anything for you so i try to have it trickle throughout my entire career throughout my life my marriage and it's helped me a lot it's it's gotten me and my husband closer i've excelled at work um and to for clarity i am a tax accountant at an alternative investment firm um so not a cpa yet that's one of the things that has not happened for me and I'm just trying to figure out if it's for me, if it's not for me, we'll figure it out. If you follow Jessica on social media and you know she belongs on television, she deserves <laughs> That's where she belongs. Yeah. Everyone says that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, one of the things that I love about what you just said is that a lot of times when we don't do the work, we feel like, well, this is just the way I am. If people mm -hmm. love me, they have to accept it. Mm -hmm. Or let's say that you are, you know, you're a pretty decent human being, you have a great life, but that doesn't mean that you can't be so much more. Right. And that is something that we have to really look at ourselves. We have to look within because we can give so much more, we can be so much more, we could serve so much more and you know thank you for doing the work because i don't think i would have known you otherwise thank and this you. community would have listened to all the gems that you just dropped thank you i i don't like um, who i was before so i'm very happy for health and, and fitness and personal development and just um standing my ground within my spirituality um so yeah thank you i i, I can't thank you guys enough for just letting me use my voice and be on here truly i'm honored well, we love having you on. And what is, since we know you're into affirmations, what is the affirmation of the week? Or what's like your number one affirmation or mantra to go to? I am enough. I said it a few times here. I think that's very important for you to remind yourself that you are enough. You're worth the work. You are worth the time. You're worth the meal prep. You're worth it all. You are enough. Remind yourself of that and that will fuel your journey. You don't need motivation, you need discipline. Thank you, Jessica, so much. Thank you. And if you want to know how to get the, just re-listen to this podcast because- yeah. What's your handle on IG, Jessica? Jessica.Minardi, M-E-N-A-R-D-Y. Right, we'll make sure to add it in the show notes. Thank, Thank you. you. Now I know the magnetic energy you're talking about. Woo, and she wasn't even like, she was just like, preaching today but like when she's on it well she was on it but you know when she when she shows up at like as showbiz Jess it's it's magnetic like you said it's she's incredible and just blessed to have her with us today on this Friday yeah I'm what I really love about her story is that if anyone is listening and if you have said those words to you I am not this 
I can't do that, or this isn't me, or my journey, like that would take forever to change. Just know that Jessica's proof that like what she said right now, you are worth it and you are enough and you have everything inside of you to make those changes. Absolutely. So thank you all for joining us today. Um, Audrey and I love seeing transformations. This is what we really live for, um, to really prove to people. So if you're looking for proof, if you're looking for a sign, this is it. And, you know, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the.dreamlab. Make sure you subscribe. And if you have any questions about any of our guests, check show notes. Make sure you hit us up on DM. And March is all about money mindset. So please make sure that you have signed up for the collective if you really want to transform that part of your life. Yeah, that group of five people, it's going to take you to the next level. You'll find them in the Dream Lab Collective. Yeah. Thank you, guys, and have a great Friday. Bye.